Welcome to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast, where changing the world starts with changing the home, with your host, Meredith Curtis. Curtis, welcome to Finish Well Podcast. I'm so excited that we're together today. This is episode 158, and it's about books that guys love. So if you have a son that you want to find good books for and you want some new author ideas, tune in. If you have a son like I had who did not like to read for quite a long time, definitely tune in because I'll give you some ideas that should maybe captivate his heart and get him to like reading. So this is something near and dear to my heart because I love books. My mom was a librarian and my dad loved to read. My mom loved to read. My grandparents all loved to read. And I just grew up surrounded by books. And one of my favorite movie scenes is The Beauty and the Beast when she goes into that library and there are so many books. And I always think, oh, I want that library for myself. (laughs) It's so beautiful. So when I had a son after five girls who all loved to read and I was just doing my best to keep getting books in their hands, Then I have this son, and he would rather play outside, which is fine. Boys like to play outside. But it took years and years for him to truly love to read. And I want to share with you some of the authors I found in my search to provide books for him that he would really, really like. So let's get started. What kind of books should you give your children? You should give them all kinds of books, living books classic books, wholesome books, books with good role models. Remember, the same rule that applies to TV shows applies to books. Think of characters in TV shows and characters in books as friends. Would you want your child hanging out with those people in real life? If not, Maybe you should pick a different show. Maybe you should pick a different book. And so I'm giving you books that have virtuous heroes. Now, there are people they have to overcome, and there are people in these books that do change. But I look for books that are wholesome, not necessarily written by Christian, but with more of a Christian worldview. So let me start right away. When my son first finished reading, I was able to get him to really enjoy the Childhood of Famous American Biography Series. This isn't in my notes, so if you're, you know, if you want to remember that, you can't go to the show notes. Remember, this is episode 158 if you're looking for the show notes at Finish World Podcast at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. So that was a series he really, really liked that was more of a real book, you know, rather than those really short little chapter books that are for young readers. So this was still for young readers, but he really did like that. Another author that I found was George Sheldon. Now he wrote The Cricket in Times Square, but he wrote a lot of children's books. 
and you can look for his name. And one of the things I like to do is go to places like Goodreads or Thrift Books or Amazon or eBay and Google this author's name, like George Sheldon Books, and see what comes up. He writes for younger children, and they love his books. He wrote Harry Kitten and Tucker Mouse and Some Further Adventures of the Cricket, who is the hero of the Cricket in Times Squares. Another um, another author my son really loved was Felix Sutton. Now, he was a newspaper reporter and an author and a sports writer before he started writing adventure stories about the Old West and American history. He loved to write for young folks. He really enjoyed history, and he wanted young folks to enjoy them, too. So he wrote stories. So he wrote a lot of the We Were There books and a lot of the How and Why Wonder books. He wrote, we were there at the Battle of Lexington and Concord. We were there at the first airplane ride. We were there at Pearl Harbor and the How and Why Wonder Book of the First World War and the How and Why Wonder Book of World War II. So he wrote a lot of other books, too. You can Google him, Felix Sutton Books, and just see what comes up. Some of them are harder to find. These are classic writers. They're wholesome. They're great books to read. Scott O'Dell is another author my son loved, and a lot of boys I know. When I say my son loved, I also mean other boys loved, too, because he tended to like more of the books that boys like. And I'm not saying that girls won't love these books. They probably will. But my son was definitely, he liked books about adventure. He liked books about war. He didn't enjoy The Little House on the Prairie. He didn't enjoy Little Women series, although some guys do. But he just, like, I got him this series once that the library was getting rid of. It was about airplanes and trucks, and he loved it. So I I don't have it anymore, so I can't give you the author of that. But Scott O'Dell was a soldier. He assisted on movie sets, and he wrote a lot of books for adults before he started writing children's books. He definitely found his niche writing adventure stories for children. So one of the things I think that makes his book so exciting is that he worked on movie sets. I just think that really helps when you're writing adventure books. He wrote The Hawk That Dare Not Hunt by Day. That's about William Tyndall. He wrote The Island of the Blue Dolphin, The Black Pearl, The King's Fifth, and Sarah Bishop. And one of the things that you should know is that The King's Fifth, I had never read that. And for some reason, I thought, you know, I'm going to read that. I wonder what it's about. And I just checked it out, and I read it. It is so amazing. It's about the adventures of the Spanish conquistadors as they're moving through California and it's just got a great storyline and, but all his books are like that. Very adventurous, very true to history. I really, really like his books. Here is another author. He was a civil engineer, just like my grandpa, and he wrote children's books too. He created a character named Dr. Doolittle and Dr. Doolittle has delighted children for generations. He wrote several of the books, and I'll just give you a few titles. Dr. Doolittle, The Voyages of Dr. Doolittle, Dr. Doolittle's Circus, Dr. Doolittle's Post Office, and Dr. Doolittle's Zoo. But Hugh Lofting wrote many, many of these Dr. Doolittle books. And they're really fun because the animals talk, and, and they're 
they're kind of, you know, like humans and, but they're animals. And so it's super fun and super cool. Another reporter turned writer was Albert Payson Terhune. Now, this is something interesting about him. He was a dog breeder, and he loved the collies he raised. So you'll see that love of dogs shine through in his books when he writes a lot of stories about the adventures of his beloved collies. He wrote the famous Lad a Dog, Further Adventures of Lad, Dog of the High Sierras, True Dog Stories, and lots of other books. Albert Payson Terhune. You can Google him. His most famous book is Lad, a Dog. It's a classic. But his other books are just wonderful. William O. Steele. William grew up in Tennessee, and that sparked an interest in him in history and pioneers. He loved to spend time as a child exploring the woods near his house. And as a result of that, he stumbled upon, you know, in Tennessee, there's so many um, Civil War battle scenes and there's so many, you know, pioneer sites and things like that. So he ended up writing a lot of books uh, for children. He wrote The Perilous Road. We were there on the Oregon Trail. We were there on the Pony Express. Francis Marion, Young Swamp Fox. And one of the things I like about William Steele is it's William O. Steele, like O period. So I don't know what his middle name is. But um, one thing I like about his books is that he wrote a lot in the We Were There series. And that is a classic series. Now, they've redone some of those books. But if you can go back and get these original books, I don't know how many were in, I think over 50 books. They are written for younger kids. Yes, older kids will like them too, but your third grader, they would love the We Were There series and really, really be able to understand it, to follow it, things like that. So moving on, our next author is Jim Kilregard. Now, he was raised in the Pennsylvania mountains with his six siblings. So you can imagine seven children. They love to play outside. And his novels are almost all written for children. And they're almost all animal stories from the animal's point of view. And I imagine that they played with a lot of animals and had a lot of animals growing up. His famous book is Big Red. You have to let your kids read that. They will love it. Um, but he also wrote, We Were There at the Oklahoma Land Rush. I just talked about the We Were There series, Snow Dog and Rescue Dog of the High Pass. So he is definitely, he wrote many, many more than that. He is definitely worth checking out, Jim Kilregard. And remember, this is episode 158. You can go to the Finish Well page. You can look at our show notes and all the authors are listed. So you can Google them and find their books. Howard Pyle. Howard Pyle was a successful illustrator and author in the late 1800s through about the turn of the century. He was also a great storyteller, and he chose to write of Robin Hood, King Arthur, and the Knights of Old. He had a major influence on how we perceive stories of old because his stories were so popular. It was Howard Pyle who turned Robin Hood from a bandit to a hero. 
So when we're talking about Howard Pyle, he wrote The Merry Adventures of Robin Hood. He wrote Men of Iron, The Book of Pirates, Otto of the Silver Hand. That is such a good book. The Story of King Arthur and his knights and many other stories, especially about the knights of King Arthur. And his name is Howard Pyle. You can also find his illustrations in other books, but he's a great storyteller. He really is a great storyteller and boys love him. Boys love his books. I just have to say that. Girls too, but boys really love it. Now, Paul Hutchins was the author of the Sugar Creek Gang series. He created these books for young boys and girls to impact them for Christ. He was raised on a farm in the township of Sugar Creek near Thorntown, Indiana. He grew up in a large family and attended a one-room country schoolhouse. With a passion to lead people to Christ, Paul attended Moody Bible Institute, and he became a Baptist pastor in 1925. He married a beautiful young woman who played the piano for him, and he loved to sing while his pretty bride accompanied him on the piano. But this is what happened to him. Tuberculosis cut his ministry short, so he decided to write books because he thought, okay, if I can't preach, he didn't have the physical ability to climb up in the pulpit and preach He decided to write stories, so he wrote several books, and he also wrote some sheet music books. All of Paul's books were written to lead people to Christ or help them walk more closely with their Savior. His daughter and her husband continue Paul's ministry. I just love that. The Sugar Creek Gang consists of Bill Collins, the narrator, Leslie Thompson Roy, Dragonfly Gilbert, Dan Circus Brown, Big Tom, Tom Till, and Jim Little Jim Foote. These lovable boys face adventure after adventure, learning lessons about they go. Now, there's tons of these books. I'm just going to give you a few titles. The Swamp Robber, The Killer Bear, The Winter Rescue, On the Mexican Border, The White Boat Rescue, and The Brown Box Mystery. There's so many, and your boys will love them. Walt Morey. Walt Morey spent 85 years living large. He loved the wild outdoors and had many adventures in the wilds of Washington, Oregon, and Alaska. As you can imagine, his exciting adventures inspired his many books for young people. If you like excitement and the great outdoors, which most boys do, they will love his stories. He wrote the book Gentle Ben, and I don't know if you're old enough to remember this. I'm dating myself now. Gentle Ben was a TV show in the 60s that I used to watch with Daddy, my dad. And um, it's a story of a bear who lives in the Everglades. Really beautiful story. But he wrote lots of other ones, too, including Cavig the Wolf Dog, Runaway Stallion, Scrub Dog of Alaska, and Gloomy Gus. So Walt Morey is a prolific prolific writer, and really great boy adventure stories. Here is another one your sons will love, Quentin Reynolds. Quentin Reynolds was a journalist. He started out as a sports writer and was one of the bravest war correspondents in World War II. But he didn't start out even as a writer. He actually, after he got his Ph.D., he didn't want to do anything with that, So he played a year of professional football, and then he went to law school. Finally, he became a newspaper reporter and found his niche. Most of the books that Quentin Reynolds wrote were for adults, but he did write a few for children. And as you can imagine, 
just with that wide variety of experience in this life, his books are really, really well written. He wrote about the FBI for Landmark Books. And all the books I'm going to mention are Landmark Books. And if you don't know this series, it is wonderful. The Landmark Book series, it's it's a classic series. Again, they've redone some, but it's so awesome to get the old ones. The Wright Brothers, the FBI, the Battle of Britain, the Life of St. Patrick, and Winston Churchill. All of those are part of the Landmark series, and they were written by Quentin Reynolds. One of my favorite, favorite, favorite writers of all time for boys is R.M. Ballantyne. Robert M. Ballantyne was a Scottish covenanter. He was a deeply religious man devoted to Christ, and he wrote adventure books for Christian boys to inspire them to biblical greatness. His stories cover the globe and encourage strong spiritual values. He was born in Edinburgh, Scotland, into a publishing family. Robert grew up to be one of the greatest storytellers that ever lived. So I'm just going to mention, I use several of these books in my geography curriculum um, because they're just so well written and they give such good descriptions of the place and they're so adventurous kids love them. The Coral Island by R.M. Ballantyne, Three Men Stranded in the South Seas. The World of Ice about a whaling ship adventure. Fast in the Ice is about adventures in the polar regions. River Rover of the Andes is about adventures in South America. And the Gorilla Hunter is in Africa, Adventures in Africa, and Blue Lights is about the war in Sudan. But he has so many more. Um, just Google R.M. Ballantyne or Robert M. Ballantyne. And if you want to give books with good Christian content to your kids, these books are it. Your kids will love them. All right. And that reminds me of G.A. Henty. George Alfred Henty loved to tell stories to his own children. His past as a war correspondent really helped him with live, real stories that made history come alive for his kids. So he ended up being quite a storyteller. Children around the world have enjoyed reading these tales of courage set in the midst of exciting historical adventure. Every adventure takes place in an exciting time period in history. The hero of each book is moral, diligent, and hardworking, and they persevere through trials. Historical events will come alive for your young men in these novels, and the heroes are godly examples, too. These are detailed, accurate accounts of history, and they're not just stories. Like, there's the, the accounts of history in them are true. And you can see where his time as a reporter in several wars really helped him to be such a great author. Now, he is so prolific. He probably has a hundred, a hundred of these books, maybe more, maybe a little less. But I'm just going to give you the names of a few. For the Temple, The Dragon and the Raven, Wolf the Saxon, In Freedom's Cause, that's about William Wallace, With Lee and Virginia about the Civil War, out with Gabaldre, with Roberts to Pretoria, with the Allies to Peking. So he just was so prolific. He wrote so many books and covered so much history 
Going all the way back, he wrote, For the Temple is about the fall of Jerusalem in 70 AD. So just such a wide collection of historical events are covered in his books. Okay, so now I'm moving on to H. Ryder Haggard. And R.M. Ballantyne and G.A. Henty are kind of moving us onward. Like your advanced elementary readers might enjoy those books, but they're really the middle schoolers are really going to love them and even high school. H.R. Ryder Haggard is that way, too. He wrote a book called King Solomon's Minds. And another book called Alamon Quartermain, and then several others, especially using the hero Alan Quartermain. So he not only writes for teens, but also adults enjoy his writing too. And that, of course, reminds me of Robert Louis Stevenson. Born and educated in Scotland, Robert Louis Stevenson was an only child and often sick. So he had to stay home from school. And so he started reading a lot and writing stories. When he went to the University of Edinburgh to study engineering, the family trade, he hated it. He just had to write, and write he did. Robert Louis Stevenson is a prolific, prolific writer, and he wrote books like Treasure Island, Kidnapped, The Black Arrow, The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, which is really more for older teens and adults. But A Child's Garden of Verses is something else. He, he also wrote poetry, and that's a beautiful collection of poetry that children will really like. So boys love his adventure stories, especially all the pirate ones. They really, really enjoy that. Sir Walter Scott was, an, um, of course, not because his last name is Scott, but he also happened to be a Scot, a Scotsman, and he was a judge by day and a writer in his spare time and he was a romantic at heart all his all his stories are tales of adventure and chivalry and they have fascinated readers for generations he wrote ivanhoe he wrote a book called the pirate and many many others he just is a really prolific writer and his books are long like ivanhoe is a super super long book but really really good another uh, author that boys love is rudyard kipling he was born to English parents, but they lived in India. So during his lifetime, he traveled all over the British Empire and the world. He worked as a journalist, a poet, and a novelist. And one thing you'll see in his stories, like his book, Kim, is such a good example of this, is his stories often reveal the class of cultures that he must have felt. Though not a Christian, he was raised by a Roman Catholic nanny, and you can see that foundation in his writings, especially in the book, Kim. So he wrote the book, Kim, set in India, Jungle Book, set in India, and just those stories. He wrote a lot of others, too. He He's, again, for older. Uh, Mark Twain. Mark Twain, adults love Mark Twain, but kids love him, too. So he really is the writer for all ages. He grew up Samuel Clemens on the Mississippi River, and he one time was a riverboat pilot. He ended up being a newspaper reporter and a publisher, and many of his own adventures inspired his stories. He's most remembered for his crazy sense of humor. Um, he wrote The Adventures of Tom Sawyer, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, The Prince and the Pauper, A Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court, and many others, as well as short stories and essays. 
in my um, Communication 101 class, we read an essay by him called Taming the Bicycle. He's learning to ride the newfangled bicycle. It's really funny. And in my um, in my American literature class, we read a short story by him called The Diary of Adam. And that is really cute. Of course, that's about Adam from the Garden of Eden. Not necessarily completely biblical, but very funny. James Spennymore Cooper was also an American author of children's books. He lived in the 1800s in upstate New York. He's very, very descriptive in his adventure stories. His novels are full of danger, excitement, and battles. He wrote The Last of the Mohicans, The Deer Slayer, and The Pathfinder. But he wrote many others, too. And if your children have a good attention span, his books are really long, but they're really good. And my last two writers are Jules Verne and H.G. Wells. So often I get these guys mixed up because they are so similar in their writing. They both had this amazing imagination that was so ahead of their time. And they imagine things in their books that have come to pass, which is so super cool. But Jules Verne always confuses me because also he wrote a book called Around the World in 80 Days. Jules Verne is French, but the hero of his book is English, so that always confuses me. Um, H.G. Wells is an English writer. He wrote The Time Machine and The War of the Worlds. And Jules Verne, the French writer, wrote Around the World in 80 Days, Journey to the Center of the Earth, The Mysterious Island, In Search of the Castaways, and 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. So as you can imagine, these guys, oh my goodness, um, they, all of these authors I've mentioned have delighted children for years and years and years, and they will continue to delight them as long as their books are available. So I really encourage you, if you're wondering, what should I get my son to read? Just look for these authors. I guarantee they will provide the adventure and the heroes that your boys are looking for, no matter what age. And, of course, I tried to do them sort of from youngest to oldest, but there's so much overlap. So I hope you have enjoyed that. And I do want to encourage you, if you are listening to this because you want to help your son learn to read, persevere, persevere, persevere. I would get so frustrated because my son just didn't seem to like to read. And then one year he he told me he had read all his reading books for the year, but he really hadn't. And when he got saved two years later, he told me, Mom, that year I didn't read any of my books. But so I would like to reread them to honor the Lord and honor you. And so he did. And that summer that he spent the whole year reading those books that he hadn't read, it really did a work in him where by the end of it, he really enjoyed reading. And it kind of showed me that, you know, keep doing whatever it takes for your child to like books. Let them listen to audiobooks, read out loud to them, read, you read a page, they read a page, whatever it will take to get them to enjoy the world of books. Because now my son loves to read. And one of his favorite books is The Count of Monte Cristo, which is millions of pages long. Okay, not millions, but it is a long book. So don't give up on your sons. They just take a lot longer. Some of them, not all. My grandson is an avid, avid reader. But some boys just take longer because 
they're just so high energy and they would rather play and reading is feels slow to them. So persevere, persevere, persevere and check out these books. God bless you. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast with Meredith Curtis and the Finish Well team. Please listen in every first and third Monday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern Time here at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network.